0: Because When I feel like the Enemy is closing in on me and I'm tired and I'm spent and I'm out of ideas and I'm sick of people, I want him to send me an angel. God did not send an angel to rescue David. He sent Abishai. God did not send an angel. He sent a person. What David does when Abishai comes determines whether he lives or dies. Are you pushing your Abishai away? Because it's like, oh, I'm waiting on God. You know the old story. Man was dying, and the Lord sent him a helicopter. And a… how's the story go, Danny? You heard it before. He's like, God, if you'll save me, he's dying. He's about to drown, and the helicopter flies by. He says, No, I'm waiting on God. The boat comes by. I'm waiting on God. Jet ski comes by. He says, I'm waiting on God, and he dies. And he gets to heaven, and they said, Lord, I waited on you. He said, I sent you a helicopter and a boat and a jet ski. I sent you, Abishai, but you know what you keep doing? You keep reverting back to when you had no help. How stupid does a king look with a sling like this? you know how stupid we look when we start trying to fight things in the flesh? I'll show them. I got in a fight with a woman the other day, not a physical fight or anything. She was just talking crap. She was saying some stuff. And I, I checked her. It wasn't inappropriate. You wouldn't have been ashamed to call me your pastor, but I, I I checked her enough. 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 And do you know what I got for it? Y'all are clapping. Y'all are carnal. Y'all are real carnal. Y'all are real carnal. Just like me. I got two hours of an elevated heart rate. Good job. <laughs> didn't get a check, didn't get a royalty, didn't even get a belt. You know, like a, nothing, no medal. no nothing. But that's what I'm used to doing, right? That's what I'm used to doing. I'm mean, going back to what I used to do. In some cases, that's worked well for me. You know, in some cases, that's what I had to do, but you don't always have to. In some cases, you had to make it alone, but maybe you don't have to right now. Maybe God's got somebody carrying the Father's gift Abishai. Abishai. Pray for the next seven days. God, make me aware of the Abishai, the help that you've sent in my life. Pray it and see what happens. Get some cards, get two or three cards. Uh, and, and, and handwrite some notes to people who have been in Abishai for you in a season. Because at the moment that, that David would have died, in steps Abishai. And Abishai is like, no, no, no. We can't let the light go out. David is symbolic of the land. He's the one who keeps the covenant for Israel, he's the one that God gave. They were protective of their light. Are you protective of your light? He said, You can't put verse 17 up. You can't go out to battle like this anymore. You can't keep doing this like this anymore. You have got to upgrade how you do this, or the light is going to go out. And what I'm seeing in this season of being a pastor, if I can be honest with you, I'm seeing a lot of people's lights go out. I'm seeing the light in their eyes go out. I'm seeing the light in their mind go out. They're not thinking clearly. They're just tripping over stuff in the dark, just getting getting real reckless right now, getting real crazy, going back to stuff they left alone for six years, going back to stuff they hadn't thought about in a long time, because that's what you do in survival. But you're in a different season now. You've got Abishai now. God has put something between you and your enemy. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the grace of God. Because while I was praying for those who are alone, God said, if they don't have a human Abishai, I'll be their Abishai. I will stand between them and the pestilence and the sword and the depression. I will stand between you and the darkness. Stop pushing Abishai away. I'm waiting on God. No, God has given you some help in the form of humans, and if you keep pushing people away like you're pushing people away, you will die at the hands of a giant that is under your feet. One more layer of this sermon I want to show you. Skinner, it got so good to me and every word I was seeing was showing me something. Everybody say, same devil, same new devil. level. New it means that, yes, I'm dealing with the same thing. Yes, I'm dealing with the same uncertainty. No, there is no abracadabra anointing. I wish I had that power, man. I'd sprinkle it all over all of y'all. I'd just be out sprinkling it all through the hospitals, all through the streets, all through the divorce courts, all through the custody courts, all through everything you're going on, all through the unemployment lines. I'd just sprinkle it. Abracadabra. It's gone. But God sent him Abishai. Abishai. And what really got my attention was not only did Ishbai Binab have a sword half the size of Goliath, but look what it said in verse. There it is, verse 16. You ready? (laughs) Is it bad that I'm this giddy over a scripture? Okay. I feel bad. I feel like I'm like. Being corny because I'm like excited about the Bible and stuff, the word of God and all that stuff. I mean, it's like I'm paying too much attention to the word of God. All right. It said that he was armed with a new sword. I'm wondering. Why why does it matter if it's new or used? Why did it say new sword? I believe God is using the new sword that the enemy had to point to a deeper reality. Not only did the enemy have a new weapon, so did David. Not only did the enemy have a new weapon, so did David. Remember, this is the same David that struck down the lion, the same David. Struck down a bear, the same David that put a smooth stone in Goliath's forehead. You remember when he when he came up on Goliath, and Goliath is coming closer, 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 but David doesn't let him come all the way. David is practicing, watch this spiritual distancing. Spiritual distancing. It's that David ran to the battle line and he took his stone and he hit him from a distance. Because look, 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 you got to keep your enemies out there and your Abishai's here. Many of us do the exact opposite. We bring our enemies right here, and we keep our Abishais out there. So, what we'll do… We will go and spend five hours on Facebook having imaginary battles with people we don't know and wouldn't like if we did. or somehow we think we owe the universe an account of how we spent our day and our money and our week. So, I don't go on social much anymore. I was reminded why the other night, uh, somebody in our family, we were having a Friday night dinner. We had a very, very busy, fruitful week last week. I can't wait to share what we created. It's amazing. One of my favorite things I've ever been a part of creating. And I can't wait to share it with you. But right after that, right, right after that, while I was trying to rest, uh, somebody in our family was like, oh, somebody's saying something bad about uh, the church on social, da 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 da. And, and I noticed in that moment I had a decision to make. I had a decision to make in that moment. Um, do I want to be a part of a gang fight in a fish tank? Because if I choose to… Y'all better listen to the man of God. This is wisdom for your life. If I choose to at that moment, I can go so deep into this. Who said what? And They said this, and they said that. And Then when I'm preaching to you today, I'm mad, and you didn't even say anything but praise the Lord. So now I'll be fighting you in the pulpit. So I said, I don't wanna hear anymore. I made a phone call. I said, hey, if anything happens about this, let me know if any deal with it. Boom, boom, boom. Now let's go watch that movie. Because I had told the kids that we were gonna, now for us, movie night is like a big endeavor anyway. I mean, game night is like hiking the Himalayas. We don't even try game night anymore. That's a bloody sport in the Furnick family. We can't do game night, but movie night. I just said, "Hey, y'all want to watch a movie tonight?" Everybody's feeling it. We had this big week as a family ministry. God's doing a great work in our church, and I can't wait to share it with you. But we all experienced it together. I said, "Let's watch a movie tonight," and they said, "Okay." I said, "Without our phones," they're like. Okay, you would have thought I said, "Let's go on a mission trip," right? Like this is some huge thing. Like we're gonna watch a two-hour, like just very, 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 very brave of us. And uh, and I said, "What do y'all want to watch?" And then I realized, "Don't put it to a vote." I said, "I'll figure out what to watch." And while that was happening, somebody said, "Hey, so and so is saying so so-and-so so-and-so and so about so and so and so and so," and I said, "Stop." They don't get to come to my movie night, huh? You get it? They don't get free space in the movie theater of my head. If they want a ticket, they gotta buy it. Ah, uh-uh. ah, uh-uh. no, right there. Ah, uh-uh. you don't come in the front door. So, so, what about you? I'm meeting a lot of people, and they are letting all these voices come all in, and you are dying at the hands of Ish, pushing away the gift of the Father. It's complicated. It's not easy. David got this far by fighting, but to stay alive… The same Freaking Philistines! (laughs) These same habits, these same, same fifteen. This again? Really? So God said, "It's the same devil, but I want you to fight it at a new level. Because if you don't come up higher." and see it from God's perspective, and seek him, and be with him, and start your day different, end your day different, and make some adjustments, you'll be walking around with a slingshot when you're supposed to be wearing armor. The Lord said, Put down the sword. Put on the armor. Say it with me. Put down the sword. Put on the armor. When David fought Goliath, he tried on the king's armor, but it didn't fit him yet. It fits now. It fits now. I said, it fits now. You're not that scared little girl anymore. No. No, you're not that weak, little defeated, little anemic, I'll take every crumb you… You are not that now. It fits now. Now step into this season with the confidence that you have the anointing for this assignment. Come on, let the weak say, I am strong. That fits me now. I got a little tired, but I'm strong. I got a little vulnerable, but I got the victory. I got it. I got it. I got it right now. I got it. I got it. Get back, devil. I got it, Abishai. I got it, anointing. I got the shield of faith. I've got the helmet of salvation. I got a new wardrobe. Yeah, I'm dressed different now. I don't have the rags of my filthy unrighteousness. I come into the presence of a God who has clothed me with a garment that is white, with a raiment that is righteous. I got it. Same David, new sword. Same David, new sword. Same you, new altitude. Same you, new focus. Same devil, same insecurity. Same problem, (laughs) same problem, new passion. I want you to protect your light this week. I want you to take Abishai's advice, man. Remember what you asked me the other day on the campus pastor call? What happens when we see people who are really strong fall? I think they don't take Abishai's advice. They keep going out over and over again to fight the wrong battles and pushing the right people away. At least that's what I've noticed. I told you I'd answer you, and that's my answer. That's God's answer. Are you pushing Abishai away? Abishai wasn't an angel. Abishai was just one of David's guys, you know. One of those dirty. He was now he he was he was a fighter. Like David, he said, "Stop letting people get your light. Stop letting things steal your light." You remember in Revelation two where. The church at Ephesus, they're having trouble keeping what what the author calls your first love. That's what the angel said. He said, You're losing your first love. And he gave a warning in Revelation 2 5 that I want to show you before I pray for you today. Because I know somebody's been caught and cornered on the battlefield. And you are very weary. You are very weary. I'm not calling you weak, I'm saying you're weary. Not because you've been fighting for a few days. You've been fighting for almost all your life. And The way the Lord said it in the, uh, in the Revelation to John, he said, "'Consider how far you have fallen. Repent, and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from his place.'" That's not a threat from God. It's a warning. It's a warning. If you don't guard your light, and I wrote down three things for light. You can write them down later, just receive it right now. I said that light represents perspective, it represents passion, it represents purpose. So when they said, stop fighting these battles this way, and that might mean a lot of things for you, you know? like a lot of times we'll say well I prayed about it did you like a real prayer like a real not not you know where you're playing out every worst case scenario in your imagination and calling it prayer because you said dear lord when you started that exercise but like did you really say god i mean i was coming in today to preach right and the lord is like this message is good but you hadn't really asked me much about it i said all right let's go holy spirit Felt like Abishai came in the room, right? Like you need some help, right? And when we get back to that, when we get back to, it wasn't anything wrong with David. It wasn't that he was, it wasn't that he was a bad person. It's just that if he kept fighting, not from a distance, but in the way he was fighting, the light would go out. Have you lost your perspective? Have you lost your light? He said, repent. Come up higher. Change levels. Repent. You see it in the text? Repent. Consider how you've fallen. Consider where you've brought your enemies too close and kept your abish eyes at a distance, and I'll bring your light back. I hope you start seeing clearly again." You'll know what to do in this season. You'll know what to do. I'll give you an open door for how to win your kid's heart back. I'll give you an open door for how to win your wife's heart back. I'll give you an open door for how to reestablish yourself as the leader. I'll show you how to start spending your time since you have a lot of free time. I'll show you how to reinvent yourself for a new career since things are happening that are beyond your control. I will give you your life back. That's what God wants to do.